What's going on, listeners? It's the 20 by 20 podcast. Um, we're starting this one off a little sad with the deaths of Nikolai Volkov, Brian Christopher, a.k.a. Brian Lawler, Grandmaster Sexy, and Brickhouse Brown. And Brickhouse Brown. Uh, the show that, this show is dedicated to uh, those legends that we uh, sadly lost this weekend. Podcast. What? It's a 2020 podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Yes, yes, yes. Yo. What's going on, world? What's good? What's good? Guess who's back? back. I have come back from my sabbatical <laughs> in the Himalayas. <laughs> Namaste, my friends. <laughs> this is LP Dangerously, aka Guapo Guerrero, with my boy here. Nathan McFly. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, bro? Chilling, chilling, my brother. Great to have you back. Yo, for Great real. to be at the 20 by 20 stadium. You know, we had to do like one of the, we had to do a house show last week. That's Yo, what we did. It was a house show. That house show was tough, though. At the Sportatorium. It's Definitely. like when AJ Styles won the chip last year. Definitely. Won that U.S. title at MSG. It was a definitely <laughs> entertaining show. You had a lot of supporting guests in there. A lot of yeah, friends man, that came through. Definitely. Yo. A shout out to Coach Klein for showing love. Shout right. out to Chan Man. Shout out to D Poltz, Dan Poltz. Yeah, and also um, shout out Wells Mania as the well. Wells Mania. Shout out to Mondo of uh, Mega Mondo Man. AKA Mega Mondo. Yo, for real. Yo, that was dope. I, yo, Nods put me on. Uh, no, my boy Nathan McFly. <laughs> I apologize because we keep on. I keep on going through old school terms with him. But Nathan put me on to Smash Mouth Wrestling. That was uh, pretty insane and stuff, man, for I real. I told you, man. They got, they got something in the works over there. They got some really fly stuff going on over there, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. But, yo, how's it been, man? Everything's been good, you know, besides the heat and the rain out here. Everything's Ridiculous. been fine, you know. The Wolfpack softball team going into the playoffs. Very nice, very nice. Trying to make nice. the championship game again, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But besides that, you know, everything's been great, man. Can't complain. Back over here, back at the stadium, just, you know, trying to rock this next episode and make it happen, man. Word up. Uh, it's been a busy uh, week since I've been going. I saw yeah. finally they uh, announced Matt Riddle got signed. Yeah, man. We're going to talk about that later. We got a whole lot more to talk about. Um, besides that, before we get into all that, how was the vacay, man? It was dope. It was dope. Can't complain. You know, only thing... That sucked was the weather that was going on during the flight delays, man. That oh, shit was man. trash. A whole, bu- whole bunch of delays? Crazy delays. Crazy. Crazy. Storms from here up to fucking New England, bro. Insane. Oh, damn, It was bro. insane. Orlando is not the f- wave to fly out. <laughs> no, definitely not the wave to fly out. That was like a But Epcot torch. Center is wave, though. Oh, yeah. Epcot Center was my shit, son. That Epcot Center shit. is wave. And now for nothing. Did, low- you go, did you go through the other countries? Yeah, yeah. You, you, dead ass. My favorite ride was Frozen. <laughs> LP was on the ride like, let it go. Yo, let it go. By the end of that ride, yeah, definitely. <laughs> At the beginning, I was like, oh, this is a cute little kid's ride. But nah, man, that shit, 
was definitely brand new. I was not <laughs> expecting what I saw. I mean, I yo, Epcot definitely updated from when I last went. Oh, I was yeah, like 13 definitely. years old. I'm 32 now. So that shit was brand new. Everything. I was like, yo, this is a dope ass ride. Like, I was telling my girl, I was like, yo, this is my favorite ride. No lie. Like, I'm going to yeah. promote this shit. I mean, <laughs> me and my girl, we did, we did, like, when we went over there about two years ago, we, uh, we played a drinking game that we're gonna try every beer from every country. Oh, we tried to do that. Yeah. Didn't now happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going down. Yeah, for real. We stopped at Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like what two countries from the entrance and shit. That was it. it was done. Yo, went into like the old school English pub and all that. Oh my god, I was I was awesome. I was good times like that. Good yeah, times. You know what's funny? Me and my girl, we eat Mexican food on a regular. For some reason, we're there. We decide to eat Mexican food there. <laughs> Knowing it's the tourist type of Mexican food, yeah. it's not like some authentic shit. Yeah. It's just straight up. Yo, the dude they're trying. So you to went tr- into like that little that little thing they have where it's like a little town. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It was across from the pyramid joint, yep. and they had their 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 cast members. That's what they call their employees, cast members. Yeah. So they had a cast. You member. saw how they have they have, have the name tag where, Yo, like, where they're originally from. Originally from, and telling you that they're earning their ears. Yep. So this dude's trying to talk Spanish to me, so I dubbed that from Jump Street. I was like, nah, this is, I'm not going to make this order into a five-minute thing. This is going to be 30 <laughs> seconds. All I did was say gracias, and that's ben- it. <laughs> when I get there, just say benvenidos. Yo, for real, dog. Yo, he can't even say that. Right from Jump Street, he stuttered. I was like, nah, yo, what's up? Yo, <laughs> let me get uh, the nachos, extra non-salt for you. <laughs> yo, but... It was dope. It was dope. Epcot awesome, was dope. Awesome. Kennedy Center was dope. Uh, I tried to... Yo, sucked was I missed NXT. They filmed it right the day after oh, I landed. That man. hurt me. Uh, Hogan wasn't there at the at the beach shop. But it was a nice little beach shop. You know what I mean? Uh, I heard what went down last week. Uh, not for nothing. I feel the same way as you. Kind of heartbroken about the situation. But yeah. at the long run, that just solidified that Hulk Hogan, the yellow and red, was a phony, and heel Hollywood Hogan was always the real deal, <laughs> Holyfield. That's, yo, I, I just gotta say it like that. Know what I mean? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all that still. You know, I, like I said, you know, it is what it is. Let's Word. see if it's genuine. Nah, you know yeah, that's saying? facts. That's facts. But, uh, but um, you know, let's get back to doing what we love, and that's talking pro wrestling. And you're back at the stadium, and feels good to you're be. You telling back. me you had a couple of days to you know get back into the groove of things out here in NYC, and you've been watching the G1. Yeah, sir. Pretty much cut off me. I I just been so all over the place with everything the past two weeks. I couldn't really get you know get past the first two three days you know all right all right so let so me fill me in fill yeah, me let, in let me just clarify before our listeners get confused by saying i'm caught up i didn't officially watch every match because it's way too many <laughs> since i've been gone there's already been uh four events from last thursday till today so that and they're six hours they're three hours long so that's yeah. six 12 hours automatically of me, wrestling before you before you get into it <laughs> yeah. don't you think that all right having that g1 tournament it, it's a great tournament not gonna knock it whatsoever mm-hmm. but just having these guys in the tournament and tag matches like it like i feel like it's a little too much why why wouldn't they if there's gonna be a couple of days the tournament why wouldn't they just like cram it all in 
not not into like a couple of weeks, but just into a couple of days, have these guys fight fight it off. You know, they got two different brackets and all that. They 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 could. I feel like they could do this tournament within a week. No, I definitely understand what you mean. Uh, it, you're looking at a tournament that they drag out for three weeks. Because you're saying like a couple of days, and that's really lightly for people that aren't watching New Japan. This is a three-week tournament starting from point A to point B to the finals, you know? Yeah, man. So, no, I completely understand that ends up being three hours too long for those three weeks. You, go, you got uh, probably three matches one week, four matches the next week, and then so on. But then it's the value of each competitor the fans are out there to see every competitor yeah. so you're trying to please all the audience i mean the japanese audience is you know from what i've understood and from what i've seen through television and all that they, yo they're really awesome like they're really no, they're appreciative invested. yeah they're invested to everything and they appreciate what you're giving them like yeah even if you give them a tag team match with your favorite wrestler let's say uh michael elgin you know you're cheering for Michael Elgin. He's not even in the tournament today, but you're going to miss him tomorrow because you got tickets for today. But they put him in a taxi match. He probably wrestled for like a minute, but you're going to appreciate that minute. No, they do. They appreciate every minute of every match. Yo, for I real. feel like if that was out here, it wouldn't rock. No, Because to me, not. I'll be honest, mo- like most of the tag matches, I kind of like just skim through it yeah. just to get to like the G1 matches. No, yeah, definitely. That's exactly what they're for. They're like little uh, sub-stories going on behind the main stories. Yeah, Nothing too much going crazy. You know, the only thing that we've seen that's pretty out of control is the Tama Tonga situation. Oh, and the that boy, squad. yo, that man right he's there going is a G. Yo, he's going ape shit through Twitter, bro. The stuff that he's doing with Roman on Twitter. And then, you know, he caught Roman's attention. Oh, yeah, definitely. He definitely has. And then now, he, every time he's coming into the ring, he's doing the the gun cock, you know, the, the hand cock or yeah. whatever he calls it. And he just taunts it. And, and he, he just, taunts it. The last one he actually came out, he, like, cocked it and he started firing off. And yeah, man. I mean, I was like, this guy's a clown, bro. But it, that's exactly what why they give you those tag matches because it gives the wrestler that time to promote themselves. Some guys could do it. Some guys can't. Majority of the matches are with the young lines, so they're not really giving a lot to give to the audience they're yeah. just giving the basics hey hip toss like you know leg trip uh yeah. run the ropes bullshit like that uh but at the long run i could see i could see why you would think or anybody else would think each show or each event is too long for three hours i i could agree like cut it down for like an hour and a half two hours you know make make it two weeks give it two weeks straight but a lot of these guys do put up great matches on the on the G one, you know. Yeah, from, I know, man. That, that's I've, why I skim through it because I want to get to those matches. Yeah, man. From what I've seen, I, everybody's put on a hell of a show. Everybody, and uh, it's crazy because everybody's watching Kenny Omega, seeing if he's gonna slip up. He's actually been getting away with a lot of uh, matches lately. Like he's been doing roll ups and mid matches and winning them. Like there was, oh man, there was this thing that Kenny tweeted. Mm-hmm. And it was going towards, who was it? He, he was, ah, oh man. Yo, let me get back to it. Just keep talking about the G1. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, but exactly, like, exactly what I mean. Like, Kenny's uh, putting on big shows, you know, and he's uh, out there fighting every day just to keep his, not just to keep his title, because if you lose during the, if he loses during the G1, yeah. whoever he loses to is automatically given the title shot. 
you know, after the whole tournament's done. Yeah. They get so, a, do they get a title shot after the tournament's done, or do they get a title shot at um at Kingdom Wrestle Kingdom? No, Isn't no. it at Wrestle Kingdom? No, it's uh if if you lose, no, it is at Wrestle Kingdom because no, 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 that's the it? main event. So, uh, so the G one goes like this: if you're the champ, you're gonna end up being in the tournament. But if you lose in the tournament, you know, because it's a point system, you're not, you know, automatically disqualified once you lose. So you're not, I mean, you're not eliminated once you lose. Okay. So it's more like, you know, you lose this round. Kenny, let's say Kenny Omega loses to Michael Elgin in the first round. Michael El- Elgin now is given a title shot after the G1. You know, ah, okay. anytime gotcha. after. He could decide. So luckily for Kenny, he's undefeated for this round of the G1 for this year. Yeah. Especially on the B block. He's uh leading the block with uh let me see who I got with the with the points here. So Tanahashi is leading block A with uh 10 points and Omega's leading with 12 points. Naito second to Omega with 10 points. Uh Evil J White, Minoru Suzuki and Kazuka, uh, Kazu, yeah, no, wait, Kazuchi Ka Akada. Let me say that faster for you guys. Kazuki, uh, Kazuki Ka, fuck that. Oh, yeah, you're not gonna say it, bro. Okada, <laughs> yo, Okada, that's it. That's yeah, it. you know the rainmaker himself. I apologize, Okada. I'm, a, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. I'm gonna get his name right one day. But Okada is also tied with Jay White, Minoru Suzuki, and Evil. For second place they all got eight points behind tanahashi uh the guys who are last is uh toro yano who has two points in block b he's always uh you know the class clown and everything um, i i i can't stand him bro hey, you you see what uh shinsuke nakamura is doing to low blows that's his whole gimmick so check it okay found it had to go on twitter to find this but this is what kenny said after his match with sonata okay he said you know i hate to say it but sonata may be a future war just with the WOR, he's like, whoa, I'll stop myself there. <clears throat> it was an easy two points. Zack Zaber Jr.'s next. He's about to get the Hanes underwear model body pulverized. You know what's the crazy thing about that? He won with that match by the skin of his teeth. He, yo, for him, him to say it like that, though, yo. I, that's kind of... It's big That's talk. Five, no, yeah, it's big talk. But then when you watch the match that happened today, that was Zack Saber Jr. and Kenny Omega. Zack Saber, Zack Saber Jr. gave him the business. Like he really put him on a technical fucking match. I apologize for that f bomb, ladies and gentlemen. But he really put on a match with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega won by a roll up. Yeah. So and at the end of it, Zack Saber Jr. was highly pissed off. Like he was kicking the rails. You know, ready to kick through the tables of the of the announce the Japanese announce team. Uh, I I don't see the ending of of Zack Saber Jr. and Kenny Omega. I could see this coming back. Wow. But that match was tough. That match was a great match. Uh, that that's one match that I want to go back to, and I'm gonna do that. You know, because I do have the New Japan World app. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually gonna go to it, and I want to see that match, that Kenny and Sonata match. Yo, that's Kenny and Sonata match was a f- that's awesome. Match. I really need to see. That was a. You know what, Kenny? Maybe you know, trolling everybody with the Twitter because that's the best thing to do is get everybody's yeah. attention. But he's right though. Like Sonata's gonna be a future world champion. 
He's gonna be a future world champion. He is an awesome wrestler. Like he he could go with anybody. That match he had with Zack Saber Jr. was crazy. The matches he has with Ishii is crazy. If Shibata was still around, his matches his match with Shibata from the last year was awesome. You know. And Shibata, you know, he's getting up there in age. Not even that. Like he's, I don't even think he's gonna be able to wrestle again since the headbutt incident. You know. So, but he's doing the training up in uh, the dojo in well, LA. You know, so. best of luck. To, best of luck to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, best of luck to him. Oh yeah! Before we finish off the G one, Hangman uh, mathematically is possibly out of the G one. Uh, yeah, I heard he's been losing left and right. Yeah, he only got two points. So yeah. Ooh, not looking good mm-hmm. for Hangman. So right now Tanahashi's really gotta be concerned about who's gonna win their next round amongst, you know, Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Jay White and Okada. Ah, oh, Jay White. I don't and know Evil. About that but kid. I could see Jay White winning like this uh, block A. The way Bing feels about, uh, what's his name? Roman Reigns mm-hmm. is, I guess, the way I feel about Jay White, but just not, not, not as, not as, uh, you know, not as physical and violent like he, he hates Roman Reigns I don't hate Jay White yeah I, I just don't get it yet I don't yeah I don't understand the hate that Bing has for Roman <laughs> yeah but shout I've been, out to Bing though man. I've, been, I've been wanting I've been wanting to send uh Roman a tweet about why he took out the crucifix uh the cru- crucifix powerbomb out of his uh you know that was a nice one hell yeah his move set was awesome with that I thought that was the best thing he had as an arsenal like Finish the match off with that. Besides the fucking, besides the spear, and I'll be happy. Everybody's doing the spear. Everybody. Bobby Lashley and him are having the spear versus spear contest. And then when if not if, but when he beats Brock and then Braun beats Brock, or even Kevin Owens. I hope that happens. Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens yes, takes yes. a briefcase we'll, and we'll oh, get to my that, God. my friend. Yo, but Roman Reigns needs to bring back that crucifix power bomb. And use it as a finisher. Because the way he dealt that was such an amazing display of power. Yeah. It was, uh, that's oh, all was, I needed need to awesome. say. He was awesome. Oh, yeah. He was awesome with that. I, I just got to get, I got to tweet him about that real talk. But um, what, what we're going to do is when we get towards the end portion of Raw from what we're going to talk about, we're going to give our boy Bing a call. See how he's feeling about things after how Raw ended. Oh, true. But before we get there, it is confirmed that Matt Riddle has signed with the WWE. I'm pretty sure it's with the NXT brand, as I was reading, that he's going to be in the audience for NXT Brooklyn. And that right there is probably why I'm going to max out my credit card, go buy me a goddamn ticket to that, to SummerSlam, to everything. Like, I need to be everywhere now in August. They said that... uh. The tickets for NXT are still on sale, so... They're still on sale, and, they, and they're still at a pretty decent price, not not for nothing, for it to be in New York City. Yeah, exactly. And they still... SummerSlam tickets are sold out, I mean, but they still got tickets for Raw and SmackDown, so... It's definitely one of those three you got out of when I, when I think of Matt Riddle in NXT, I start getting, like, goosebumps thinking about it. Because I'm like, wow, the matches this guy could have... With the people on the roster already. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, they got Keith Lee on the roster. Him and Keith Lee had brawls, had wars in the yeah. indies, bro. Like, through Evolve and PWG, like, they had some great matches. Imagine bringing that over 
That's to why NXT. When I when I heard Donovan Dijak join NXT and then oh, Keith man. Lee join, I was like, oh, we're automatically gonna see a five star match again with those two. Now you got Matt Riddle in the mix, dude. Imagine, oh my god, Matt Riddle versus Ricochet. Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream. That's gonna be Matt ridiculous. Riddle versus Aleister Black Matt versus Riddle. Champa. Matt Riddle versus Adam Page. I mean Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Adam baby. Cole. Sorry. <laughs> like those matches are gonna be it's, noteworthy. Be like crazy. that. We ju- we just basically because you know NXT doesn't have that many pay per view events. Yeah, but. There's so many different matches that he can have that he can have that on NXT tapings. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing, and you know what? The fact that the fans are gonna see Matt Riddle fight in the NXT, they're gonna want him to rush up to WWE and fight Brock Lesnar because oh, yeah. of the MMA background. But they're not gonna feed us that. Nah, they're not gonna give us what what, what we want. Nah, yeah, but I think Matt Riddle's gonna fit just fine with everything that's going on in NXT. You know and what what was funny is that on on Twitter. Uh, our boy Scott Les, yo, shout out to Scott Les. Hopefully he's doing better. You know, he work at well soon, man. Yeah, he was a little sick last week when I was trying to have him on the pod. I hope he's doing better, man. And shout out again to him for having his pictures used by the WWE website. Word, that's a big for congratulations the girl, for the man. May Young for the May Young Classic, man. That Word. was awesome. Congratulations, Scott, for that, man. That's a big move right but there. He put out a funny tweet talking about that he's just hoping that they'll just keep his name because he's bought he's buying he had bought too much merch from Matt Riddle. He's like, yo, I just need him to keep his name. Yo, for he's real. He's like, I don't care if they have him in boots. Just keep with his name. Yo. And that's one thing and I he- thought about. I was like, do you think that you know they would have him in wrestling boots or let him go barefooted? I mean, Rusev went barefooted and then sprained his ankle. And exactly, and yeah. it was a bad sprain. Like yeah. he was out for a while. That's the thing. WWE uses trap doors, and like their big show uses trap doors. And then NXT might be fine. They're not gonna go, uh, you know, big show. They're gonna just show the wrestling. Yeah. But you, you're looking at Raw and SmackDown in the future. You're gonna have to and switch I, the boots. I like him. I like him being on, on NXT first. Yeah. Because he gets to basically groom his character. Oh yeah. You know. And, uh, not for nothing. I I really hope they keep his name because that looks good Definitely. on the marquee. I don't, I, I don't that, see why they wouldn't keep Matt his name. Riddle sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it rolls off the tongue. It, you, it looks good in the lights. Definitely, definitely. So, like, if they decide to change it, it'll be, it'll, it'll be a bummer, Shout out man. to him, bro. Give it some gnarly ass surfer name and <laughs> shit. No, Matt Riddle Todd even sounds Ma- like a surfer Do- name. Todd McQueen or some cornball <laughs> shit like that. Nah, Matt Riddle, he has to stay Matt Riddle. Nah, I think he's going to pay his fines for smoking all the butt he does, and him and Randy Orton are going to be tight like fucking brothers, son. <laughs> Bud Brothers. You're going to be called Bud Brothers. That's on the low. low. (laughs) Not too much on the low if it's on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, man. But shout out to Matt Riddle for getting that contract and going to the bag and getting that bag. Nah, word, word, man. That's an awesome look. It's an awesome look for wrestling in the future, man. But um, Triple H is leading that to a righteous path. Yes. Yes, yes. Yo, shout out to Triple H, man. Mr. Paul Levesque, thank you. Thank you, my brother. See, that's not a good name for the marquee, Paul Levesque. That, that sounds like somebody that has a whole lot of money. Yeah. And he really doesn't care if his name is not for the marquee. No, it's of course It's going to be the marquee. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> It'll be Paul Levesque 
presents and whatever. <laughs> but I hope can, I'm saying it right. I'm saying it right, right? I would think so. I would okay. think so. It sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's get into uh, Monday Night Raw. I'll be honest. This is the first Raw in a while mm-hmm. that caught my attention from like beginning to end. Okay. I there was a couple of things, and the reason why it caught my attention from beginning to end because it was spread out really well. Were the things that caught my attention, like the first thing. Are you talking about how they sprinkled in Brock Lesnar here and there and gave us that feeling that he wasn't there? But yo, Roman coming out and calling him his bitch. That, yeah, that I was like, caught, That opened up crazy. Ooh, that opened up real word, crazy. Where, my boy? That's how you feeling? For real. That's a real question. That's how you feeling, <laughs> my boy? Okay. I feel you. All right. Talk your talk, big dog. That's what he has to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is one thing that stuck out to me before we get into the matches and stuff like that. My boy Dolph Ziggler came out with his hair pressed. Oh. Like, That's- just, like, flowing it in the wind. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, is that Tyler Breeze? Oh, no, it's Dolph Ziggler. Yo, oh, I thought the same thing. I so, thought that was Tyler Breeze. My mind started working. I'm like, yo, Tyler Breeze is such a great worker in the ring. Like, his his um, his style reminds me of Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking, I was like, damn, did WWE kind of miss something in making these guys a tag team? And letting it rock, like letting them really do damage as a tag team, and then let them go as solo as well. But well, like the blonde bombshells or something like that. With yo, Ziggler dude, and they, Tyler imagine Breeze? the merch they could have sold just with the ladies itself. Oh, that would have been crazy. They would have been, been like the new Rock I'm and Roll a, Express. It would have been the new Eminem, Joey yo. Mercury, and uh, this other guy. Yo, they they would have, they would have moved a whole lot, man. Whether being heel or face but i think they would have been great heels together yeah. as a tag team but that's neither here or there that's just you know f- fantasy implications over there but um uh, one match that really stood out to me was the corbett and balor match that was an awesome match yo they, i, I yo. don't think i've seen corbin look that good in the ring and my boy had a vest on yeah and slacks and like slacks. slacks were wrestling boots it was uh I, I think that was one of the best I've seen uh, Corbin. Like, honestly, I was not I was not expecting much from Corbin. But that match, like, him and Finn had a great match on the pay-per-view. Yeah. On Raw, you could see that Corbin's been putting in more work with Finn. Like, he, I mean, he's loosening up where Finn is making his uh, deep six. Yeah. Not the deep six. What's his uh, finisher? Who, Corbin? Yeah. Corbin's the end of days, but end he has that days. deep six, which, which leads into which is pretty dope. Nah, yeah. When you have somebody that small, like Finn, compared to Corbin's size, catch you in the deep six, that shit looks intense. But his finisher, the end of days, it, yo, Finn makes it look like it really is impossible to get get out of when he catches you. Yeah. Like, it's out of nowhere. Kind of like the RKO. I just didn't like the clean, the clean wind. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, the match was amazing. The reason why I don't like the clean win is because I think right now, the way Finn's career has been going mm-hmm. since being injured and coming back from injury, okay, these are type of matches he can't lose. Okay. Because you already have him losing all the big matches. Yeah. You had him losing that mania. He could have been a great IC champion. Yeah, yeah. I understand how putting Seth in IC with the IC belt 
Mm-hmm. It's a whole different look. Yeah, a whole different look, and it looked great. Mm-hmm. But then my thing is, it should it should have been Dolph and Seth. Like they could have they could have mold that up when. I'm not Dolph. Oh, oh my God, I'm 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 bugging. I mean Dolph and Finn. Yeah. They could have mold that up when Finn was going against McIntyre the other week on Raw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet again, they went with the same match, and that's the thing that I'm seeing with with SummerSlam, like. Everything from Raw is looking like repeats, but SmackDowns was trying to make it different. Yeah. Everybody's giving like a different uh we're watching different cards happen on SmackDown. Yeah, man. And then this is more like a show improved with SmackDown. Like give like give us they gave us uh Sincada and uh Cianamas, and that was a decent match. Uh, I I looked I watched back again. Yeah. And there was a couple of botches that went down with C- with Sincada, like always. Yeah, but besides that, like the match was solid. Yeah, you don't see those type of matches. You don't see like the 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 I can't storytelling. No, not not the storytelling, but the different display of matches that they could give us. They'll oh, keep no, giving yeah, us, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they keep giving you the same thing. Yeah, they'll keep giving us Brock and Roman. Yeah, and we've seen that twelve times. We've seen Seth and Ziggler twelve times. They could have given us Ziggler and Finn and had us watch. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Seth and then Drew McIntyre and Roman you know and Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley you know something different yeah even Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman is different you know but we keep seeing the same guys fight each other on Raw and then you know I start thinking I'm like wow like Finn you know got a good good win at the PPV against um, Corbin Mm -hmm. and it's like it's always the same thing he takes one huge step forward and it takes two huge steps back. It's the same thing when he beat AJ Styles at a pay-per-view. Yeah. He comes back the next night on Raw and loses to Kane. It makes it look it makes him look so weak. Yeah. So weak. And you know, I understand they like they've been liking to do that 50-50 booking, but sometimes it really hurts, especially with Finn. It hurts him to a degree where it's gonna take a lot for him to come back and actually be a credible title contender. Yeah. Like, when are you putting him in at least to a mid-card title? Like, it's due time. They should have done it at SummerSlam. Yeah. At one of their big events. Now they have what they call the Big Five because they're, they're, they're um, considering Money in the Bank as a big event. Yeah. So you It know, is a big event. It is a big it's event. Like, it, it's just... It, it, it throws me for, you know, for a no, you're I right. don't know. I don't know how to do it. It, it doesn't look good for Finn because after so many losses. You're not this... invested in him as a credible title contender. Man. Exactly. Exactly. And then the only way you'll be able to sell us as a credible title contender is as a cheating heel who rolls up, who's consistently getting away with low blows and stuff like that. Like, kind of like what they're doing Nakamura. Like, I feel like him doing the low blows consistently takes away from his character his charisma. Yeah. His athleticism. Everything. Yeah. Like, he's nice in the ring. For him to do the low blows, it's... That's... It's the way he should be selling them, you know, is what grabs us. Yeah. Not the fact that he's doing the low blows and, you know, cutting us off of matches. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I've been watching Nakamura since uh, New Japan, so I kind of understand where, his, where he's taking it, you know. A lot of people don't. A lot of people, oh, you know, get stuck with the same traditional WWE style wrestling. Yeah. So, 
Uh, another one which I really liked, even though it, it didn't really go on for long, was the Ginger Strowman match. Oh, thank God that didn't go on for long. I, you know why I liked it? Yeah. One, Ginger can't really afford a loss at the moment. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Two, it displayed a way where Strowman could actually lose that match. When Kevin Owens came through and then I made, you know, and this trying to steal the briefcase. Especially to a mid-card guy like Jinder, you know. Listen, man, I don't hinder the Jinder, baby. No, no, Jinder, <laughs> Jinder is, you know, I was riding with him when he was champion. I just don't like this whole entire, uh, entire. Yeah, entire, I don't like the uh, namaste. Guy. Namaste, mantra, yeah. you know, nah, the yogi. Not, there you go. Yeah, He's I'm like not, a yogi I'm not with right the yogi. Now. I'm not feeling it. He tried it before. It failed. They're doing it again. It's going to fail again. He's just got to be the foreign heel. That's what he's got to be. That's It's unfortunate, like, man. It, it, I don't know. Maybe they're planting little seeds there. Maybe they're giving us little hints that Strowman is, might be losing that briefcase. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, Strowman don't need it. He don't. Not a man that size. Strowman, he doesn't need it. Things Strowman don't need. I'll make you a list right now. Number one, a briefcase. <laughs> Number two, a title. Number three, an arm bar. Number four, a Saskatchewan uh, hamper clutch. Number five, <laughs> arm bar. Yo, Braun Strowman is a big man. For him <laughs> to have a title and you to think anybody is going to beat him for that title is ridiculous. I, I can't even believe Brock Lesnar would beat him for a title. Like, him and Brock physically in a fight, like a fight, I think... I don't know, Brock, man. Brock might have him on the fact that he knows UFC, but Braun Strowman is a big fucking dude, bro. Yeah. Like... Braun Strowman had a, he punched Brock by accident, and he gave Brock that punch to the gut and to the face during, uh, the the uh Royal Rumble, I believe. Yeah, that was the Royal Rumble. Yeah. with them two and Kane. Exactly, and it was off by an accidental hit, you know. So, I saw you saw Brock punch him. Kind of ate it. He ate it, but then you also hear him take the win. He was oh, <laughs> oh, that little rip punch. He gave, he gave him that nice little knee, like yeah. yo, listen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, like honestly, like I could see Braun put up a fight against Brock, and in WWE when Brock's gone, Braun Strowman's gonna be the big guy where everybody's gonna need a beat. Yeah, the title is not something to give him because then you're gonna expect him to have like a year, two year reign, three year reign. How about having him and Finn as a tag team? That'd be dope. A new hell no, a new team hell no, and just like have him walk Finn. To the ring, the way uh, Fale used to walk Finn. You know, honestly, uh, what I've been thinking was, uh, I think that's what they're doing with Drew McIntyre and, and Ziggler. Ziggler, like a new Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Oh no, yeah, 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 you definitely, know? definitely. I, I don't even see Ziggler going for the heavyweight title. I see McIntyre getting the heavyweight yeah. title, and them two carrying both titles, talking that wild talk, being the real disrespectful ass heels, and then Ziggler is gonna have to. Face that he's second to McIntyre, and it's gonna end up Something, being something's gonna blow something's, up. Yeah, something's gonna brew where Ziggler's gonna turn on McIntyre. It's not gonna be vice versa. Can happen at the Royal Rumble. Someone throws someone out. That'd be oof. That'd be, oof. <laughs> oof. You know. And McIntyre be number one contender for Yo. WrestleMania. <laughs> you know what was funny? Um, did you see the interaction between Mojo Riley and Bobby Roode? Bobby Roode. Look. I, I don't discredit anything these superstars do because what they do is incredible. Mm-hmm. But for him to say he's been running through the whole Raw roster and he's beaten 
two individuals about four times each. No way, Jose. And who else was it? And Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. You're not running through the whole roster, my brother. Yeah. At all. For real. And then the funniest part about that whole interaction, I go on Twitter and Mike Canellis is like, you know, when you see a fight, what do you have to do? You just record it. And he's recording while they're doing that. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is happening. I'm like, oh, my God, see something, say something. Yeah, for real. He world starred that. He world starred that real he quick. He world starred that, bro. That was the funniest. That was a good move, though. That was a nice little move from uh, I like WWE how he's trying trip. to get himself more acclimated to what's going on. Exactly. You because know? He's, he's been basically relegated to just doing main event. Oh, yeah. And he's always picking up everything he's doing in main event. He's so vocal on on Twitter and Instagram and all that other stuff. And he's a great talent. And man. he's a great talent. He's looking amazing. He's look he's ripped. Yeah, bro. better than what he never did in seen, Ring of Honor. Never seen Mike Canellis like that. Remember, he was a leader of uh, the Kingdom. Yeah. So yo, I, he's he's looking good, man. He's looking good, bro. Oh word, man. Looking amazing. Shout outs to him. One thing I really loved about Raw. Mm-hmm. Was the revival win over the the leaders of world? Oh yeah, that was awesome. That Loved was awesome. it, and I and I told you, what I didn't get to tell you. No, no, I but I I, I believe... showed you my notes from last from uh the last episode. And I was yeah. like, yo, this would be the team to face the B team at SummerSlam. Why not? Yeah. They've been on a roll. They beat Bobby Lashley and Roman twice and in tag team matches. Yo, those four guys, we're going to see a nice little uh, display of uh, athleticism with that tag team match. Yeah. Yo, I, I, I'm I, going to be upset if they put this on the uh, pre-show. I really hope it's during SummerSlam. With what's going on with B-Team and the Revival, I kind of see it being tossed into a pre-show. I hope not. But... That match is gonna be a good match. Yeah, definitely, it's gonna be a great that's match. Tag like, match. There, there's certain things that's happening within SummerSlam and NXT. Is like, damn, do you go just to one event or you go to both? Oh yeah, definitely. That's always the question when it comes down to. And the, it's like you know, like us, weekends. like we don't want to just go to the event just to be there. Like we want to be as close as possible. Pay, pay that big coin. Yeah, and, and enjoy the a, show. Yeah, and, and like, then we're like, uh, then we look at it after after the night. We're like, oh my god, what did I do? <laughs> What did I do? Thousand dollars on the weekend. You can, what you, did I do? You can never regret after paying. You just have to regret it before paying. That's what you got to do. Oh man! Always deal with that. Insane. But yo, I'm not gonna be mad if the revivals win. I'll be happy for them because they're a great tag team. But I will be super ecstatic if B team keeps the titles and keep their undefeated streak. How awesome would that be? The B team keep what you don't think that not be good? over the revival, man. What not over the revival? I'm sorry, I like the B team, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I roll with the B team, but mm-hmm. if the revival is there and they got that title shot, they, they need to roll with them, bro. They need to roll with them because those guys are money, those guys are money, bro. And think, think about the pop that would happen if they roll with them. And do it. I don't know. The crowd hasn't really been. Crowd's gonna love them, bro. Nah, yeah, they're gonna end up like they're gonna end up back in the revival. It's just gonna take time. But right now, giving them the title, I don't know. It's too early. It's too early. It's too early. All right, so you then know? you 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 know but then, simmer it down and but like make you, it make it work. Honestly, like even before you even spoke about them having the title shot, you've been calling out what's been going on with them, and we see them both beat Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Exactly. So. 
something it's, something's there for them. Yeah, they're they're definitely keeping them on the simmer. They're they're not ready to you know bring the heat no, up no, for no, them. No, no, they're no. simmering them they're down. Simmering them. You know, see what's gonna little, go little on. Light, little I light feel sizzles. like this. Little this is gonna sizzle. be the first round of the B team and the revival. I say we're gonna probably go best of three with them. Definitely. No, I can see that. But um, the last thing I wanted to get to for Raw was the end of Raw. Oh yeah. How the crowd was chanting, we want Roman. We want Roman. So guess who I got to call right now? <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Let's see if he picks up the phone. Yeah, see if he picks up. But what's crazy about that is it took them to have Brock in the background and to not giving a shit. Take, yeah, not giving a shit to anything, but taking Roman away from the crowd. Like, you know, send them home. Yep. He has to be out of the arena for the crowd to be like, we want Roman. Because they could have chanted anything else. The crowd's been chanting CM Punk and all extra bullshit. They finally got to chant what Vince been wanting to hear. Yep. We want Roman. And it took them three years for to them to get that like back. Because <laughs> we wanted Roman after Royal Rumble. <laughs> and that didn't happen. Yo. Oh, he picked up. What up, my boy? What's going on, guy? What's good, How man? You doing, man? Chilling, chilling. Yo. Yo. What do you think of the ending of Raw and how they took Roman away from the fans? Gave us Brock <laughs> Lesnar. And then you heard, my boy, we want Roman. <sighs> well, I think that... We want Roman. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know if it's... If it's uh that they figured out a way to finally get the people on Roman's side by finally it being Brock to get him over. But I think how they did it made everybody look at Brock like, oh, enough with you, bro. If Roman is the guy that we have to fucking cheer for, let's go Roman until we get the title off of you. And then fuck Roman and somebody take the title off him. But for right now, for the way they did Raw, I like the way that they did that, and I like the way that it ended. And I haven't, I have not heard the people cheer for him that way since the shield initially went from heel to babyface, and he was the hot nigga in the shield at that time. Back what was that three fucking years ago? Now at this point, uh, when they no. turned from heel to face, yeah, no, I think that, that was, was the last time that the people just it was they would. Only tears, cause everything else from there. Yeah, you know what? It was three. It was three years ago. No, I think it was four, because it was around the. It was around the time that he was. Uh, yeah, it had to be four years ago. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Two, I think it was 2014 because it was. I think it was at that rumble when he was uh, the last. The last man there with Batista. And Batista, Batista threw him and out. The, yep, and the fucking crowd was going nuts. Yeah, that was the year WrestleMania 30. That's right, and the crowd was going nuts, and fucking they wanted. Roman to win because they didn't want Batista to win because Roman was the new nigga and then you know then it all went downhill from there I mean look with the way that they wrote Brock into the show and how they did it how could you not how could you like him at all like honestly he's so dislikable and just like ugh like Jesus fucking Christ like even the way he holds the title the way he looks at it like Nigga has just this look of disgust on his face. And it's like, all right, bro. You don't want to be here, then fuck off. Like, because we tired of your shit, son. You're holding this shit hostage. And it's like, we don't... 
I almost liken it to fucking Trump or Hillary when it comes to Rome, when it comes to Roman and Brock. I mean, it's the the worst of both worlds. What can you really do? Like but yo, I, I, to be point, honest, I'm sick of fucking Brock Lesnar. So it's like, come right. on, bro. But this is what I this is what I called you for, because to to be honest, I think that this is the absolute best time to turn him heel. Oh, and I'm yeah. going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. The fans are finally cheering for him. Mm-hmm. He finally beats Brock Lesnar. No, There's no cash in, no nothing, right? Finally beats Brock Lesnar. He takes the mic after the match and says, you know what? I never needed you guys. Never needed you guys. And for some reason, I started to dislike you guys. So you know what? Either you rock with me or... You just rip up and burn my merch. I'm out of here. He just throws the mic and leaves. Uh, yeah. But here's, here's the only problem with that. Who's who's his who is the number one babyface? AJ, AJ Styles. But AJ Styles is on SmackDown. So who is the number one babyface if you do that? The number one babyface on Raw. Yo, if, if AJ Styles is not in this conversation because he's in a, on a whole yeah, yeah. brand and a whole it, different storyline. This is, this is so. why, but this is why they should have been, if they if they wanted to, and I know they don't because they're not doing it. The number one babyface I would think would be is Finn Balor. Yeah, he would be the number one babyface if they did this right. Finn Balor just lost on Raw. And okay. uh, but uh, we were just talking about it. Great match. By the way, yes, of course. And there's rumors that he's going to be the demon at SummerSlam. And if that's the case, if he comes out as the demon, I mean, we're going off subject real quick. But if he comes off, comes out as the demon, gets that win over Baron Corbin, he definitely has to be in the title picture. And it's like if if Braun doesn't cash in at SummerSlam, like almost everybody else thinks that that he's going to, then I don't know. It has to be Finn, right? Because Seth is still beefing with fucking Ziggler, and now Drew, he's in that storyline, and it's like it has to be Finn or Braun. But it's like Braun still beefing with Kevin Owens. And bro, hold on. Let's 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 rewind real quick because we know Vince. There's no guarantee that Roman's gonna win the title. There is no, no guarantee that he'll take the belt off Brock Lesnar. That, that's a problem, and I'm worried about that. I'm worried that Vince sees this heat and he's like, I'm going to ride this shit until there's no more of it. And it's like, you, if you do that, you're going to piss so many fucking people off. Like, it's not. It's are, not you about, are you talking about, are you talking about having the fans rebel against the WWE and officially killing off the universal title? Ooh. With Brock Lesnar holding it and he's the cause of killing it off? Maybe, they, maybe they'll do what they do in UFC and have an interim champion. Uh, interim champion, yeah, because he doesn't want to defend it. They didn't want to do this, so they just fucking, they just give it to someone else, like they did, like they did when Punk won it and left that money in the bank. They had a tournament on Raw, remember that? And John Cena was an interim champ. <laughs> First of all, Rey Mysterio won, and he was champion for like an hour, which is some bullshit. Word. And then Cena won, and then they had Cena as the interim champion, and they did the unification match at SummerSlam and shit, like. I mean, I don't know. SummerSlam is a big event of the summer. To have it end with the fans unhappy again? No, I don't think I they. Don't I don't know, think bro. they're gonna do that. I doubt that they were gonna do that, bro. I'm telling you right I now, I really, if, really doubt it. What if? What if this? What if they make it that Roman can't beat Brock, and Brock beats him? 
literally by the skin of his teeth. Roman literally goes out there and damn near dies in the ring, spears the nigga 88 times, and still can't beat him. Brock hits him with an F5. He's down and out, and Braun cashes in on Brock. Okay, Braun cashes in on Brock. I could see that. And then Braun cashes in on Brock, and there's Roman's heel turn right there. He beats the ever-loving shit out of fucking Braun for stealing his... Stealing his, his thunder. He's stealing his thunder, beats him down with a chair, spears him through the fucking, through the fucking side barrier. And, and then kid, he got, but he got to kidnap the title if he does that. He takes, yeah, he takes the title. Mm. This is my title. I'm the underground champion. Blah, blah, blah. There's ways you can go Yo. that make it interesting. The thing that I went from not giving a fuck to giving a fuck about the, because the way that they wrote Brock into the show, how they remove Roman from the final segment, how they're probably not going to have them touch until SummerSlam, I just have this feeling that they're gonna do that. Next, Brock's not on, not scheduled to be there next week, and then you have one more Raw. Then there's two more. There's yeah, he has three. He has Raw, three then, scheduled appearance already: the Raw before SummerSlam, SummerSlam, yeah. and the Raw after SummerSlam. Exactly. So that yo, that can tell you right there. That doesn't mean he's losing the title. You know what I'm saying? He's probably losing it on Raw. He could lose it on Raw. Yo, imagine. Does that. He loses it on Raw to Braun Strowman. Who loses it to Raw and Braun Strowman? Right. Oh, so LP just came back in the room. LP's over here. You know, he's doing his due diligence. But I was letting him know that Braun, uh, Brock Lesnar has three scheduled appearances after the one he just did on Monday. Okay. He has the the Raw before SummerSlam, SummerSlam, SummerSlam and the Raw after SummerSlam. So I was like, what if Braun just cashes in and he's like, yo, we out. On Raw? Yeah. That'd be big. Raw after SmackDown? That would be big. But my other so, thing is... That would be big. That would be big. Pause. That would set that. it off. <laughs> yeah, Super Pause. That would set off the whole, you know, the end of the summer all the way running through the fall of, like, storyline. I'm telling you, if Braun, gets that, if Braun gets that championship, I think he's just a transitional champion. Mm. I think I think not. I think he he needs the t- I think he needs to get rid of the briefcase and get the title to see what it's like to have the title. Maybe defend it once or twice, maybe before he loses it to someone and they have a long run with it. You know, let it be, whether it's Finn or Kevin Owens who's putting in a bit to be back in the title picture with all the bumps he's been taking lately. Like I wouldn't mind seeing him as Universal Champion. I mean, I want it to be Finn, not for nothing, but. Yeah, me see, too. Me too. You know what I'm saying? I want to see Finn in a match with someone that, you know, him and Braun, they work good together, but I'd rather see him against Roman. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather see him against Seth. fucking Kevin Owens. I'd rather see him and Seth Rollins fight for the title. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him and Drew McIntyre. Everyone and their mother's going to bounce around for fucking Braun. You already know that. It's like, all right, bro, we get it. But, like, I don't know. Like, Braun being Brock and having Brock bouncing around for him. Yeah, okay, that's cool. But then. How many title defenses can he have with that belt? Like, he's not ready, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? Not, not this route. Like, the money in the bank route. Yeah. He has to cash it in and win it. Because if he doesn't fucking cash it in and win it, they might as well just cancel the whole fucking concept. Because this shit's ridiculous already. Like, you have these niggas win, the hot, hot people, niggas that are hot win, and then they don't cash in. Like, fucking Corbin. Braun has won it. He hasn't cashed it in. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's been there's been successful cash-ins. No, well, yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the niggas that were unsuccessful, Damian Sandow, 
Which they, they I think they dropped the ball with that one. Oh yeah, yeah. they did. And I mean, he's fuck, he's fucking out of wrestling now. So maybe Vince knew something we didn't know. John Cena, who turned out that he was actually some type of injury, shoulder or some shit. And then Corbin, because fucking he had that match with Cena, and Cena told Vince he's not ready. Straight up, that's what happened. So you look look that up. He literally went to Vince. He's not ready. Mentally, he's not ready. And they had not that yet. match, and then he lost the briefcase, and they had that SummerSlam match. Remember that shit? It was only like five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And same shit. He's he's not ready. It's a good call, I though. Now, I think now, if 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 they were to have the money in the bank now, and Corbin was in it and all that, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind him winning it. And and have, he he would be a better person to walk around with that briefcase and tease it because he's a heel because he's a slimy heel even though he's a big nigga. He's still a slimy heel, and it would just look better with him. Like, yo, Brawlin's like an idiot with that briefcase, bro. <laughs> it looks retarded with nah, that yeah, shit. It's so. useless. It's, it, it, yeah, it, yo. It's... Hey, but fuck a briefcase. That, that guy needed a, a it, luggage. It's an accessory. <laughs> he needed a fucking duffel bag. He needed, he needed a Samsonite. A Samsonite. <laughs> it's a Imagine Samsonite. Imagine they hung something up like that. He's like, Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber reference right there. I love it. I love it. But yo, oh, man. man. Yo, listen, bro. I, I needed to get you in for that uh, for that take on the you know the end of Raw right there. I'm glad yeah, you were man. available. I'm avail- I was available. I was, I was actually, I was going to text you and be like, oh, did you niggas do taping today? And no, he said that they were. Let me hit him up. And I was like, fuck, I'm just waiting. Well, there you go. There you go. You got your call, my friend. (laughs) Yo, word up. But yo, man, good looking out. Thank you for your insight. You already know, know. 20 by 20 boys, forever, bro. 2020 podcast, all day. Shout out to the gang. It's your boy, B-I-N-G, Bing, you heard. Yo, Bing, we'll talk later. Yes, sir. Peace. Easy. Yes, that was, you know, one of our boys right there. You know, one 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 of the five from this 20 by 20 podcast thing that we're doing. And I had to call him because he's so judgmental on Roman Reigns that I just had to get his take on everything and I don't know. I mean, I was surprised. I'll be I'll be honest, I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised how 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 positive he was about Roman Reigns, which is great, but that's <laughs> awesome. And another thing was Tommaso Ciampa winning the NXT Championship. That match, to be honest, was amazing. I mean, to get this as like an NXT taping match, like when NXT does tapings and they have matches like this, it just boggles my mind how some of these guys are not on the main roster. But then I think to myself and say, you know what? The people that are there and grooming all the talents that are there, they know for a reason why they're not at the main roster and yeah. they keep on working with them. I mean, they're doing a hell of a job with all these guys. NXT is amazing. Uh, that match between him and Aleister Black was amazing. R- R- Ronaldo, Ronaldo on the commentary, he makes, he makes me want to jump out my seat all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of times I'm not feeling <laughs> yeah. it because it's a lot of downtime. But then when when it's those moments where emo- emotionally you're supposed to be invested in, yeah. he sells it. You know, he sells it. 
Yeah. And it just needs him. Every time like, when he does that, Mamma Mia! <laughs> oh my God, bro. It's and like, there's always, I wish I was there. There's there always a Cardi B reference somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> always a Cardi B reference. Amazing, bro. Amazing. Amazing. That's all I got to say. It's amazing. No, but that match was amazing. I really appreciated that match. Alistair and the way he Black won. Black and uh, Ch- Champa. Like yeah, with uh, Gargano, Gargano entering the match. Oh man! Thinking that he was making sure that Champa didn't win, and in reality, he helped him win. Like, and where does that put Alistair Black, man? At his soul, like Champa made him, you know, knock out his girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now Champa made him realize that he's the reason he's he has champ. the NXT champ. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's like, Jesus, Lord, like, what what are you leading this guy into? You're leading him into, like, psychosis. Seriously. This guy's going to have in the a indies, mental breakdown. In the Indies, it was the other way around. It was Johnny Gargano as, like, the psychotic heel, and Ciampa was, like, you know, the baby face. Yeah. But Ciampa right now, he is selling the heel. Oh, he's selling it amazing. Like a natural, man. Well. Like a natural. Especially him coming in. No, no music. music. I fucking love that. I love That's that. That's awesome. And you then just his, hear the booze. His little wave. Not even that. He takes a moment up the ramp and soaks it in. All the booze. He inhales it. And it pisses the crowd off even more where you hear the booze get louder. Yep. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, you're here. And you're mad because you paid to see me. <laughs> and now the fact that he's champ. Boy, <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for it. The, the, the crowd reaction, the camera angles of the crowd, and everything was just amazing. Yo, I can't amazing. NXT takeover with him as a champion is gonna be crazy because yeah. we're only hearing small crowd boo him. So it's so gonna, Reno, I'm guessing it's gonna be a rematch on NXT takeover. I would think so, right? I would definitely think so. I haven't heard anything about it. Unless Same you heard here, something, let me know. And I'm surprised that they haven't announced any match for the NXT Championship for TakeOver. Yeah. You know? So, if anything, we'll probably have an Aleister Black versus Ciampa, or we're going to have a triple threat with, with Gargano, Gargano in the mix. Maybe this is a Gargano heel turn? Nah. No? Nah. Okay. To help keep Ciampa as champion? You know how I love my heel turns. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Everybody loves a heel turn. But um, another thing, well, Charlotte Flair is back in the mix. And she came back with a vengeance. She beat Carmella, and now she's added on, and it's a triple threat match now yeah. for the Women's SmackDown title. What I liked about all that is that they concentrated on Becky Lynch. And her face, how mad she was. At the ending of it, I love that. I love that. I loved it. It's it's what I'm expecting right now. And I'm like, wow, like this this girl saved you earlier because you got sneak attack. And you're like, oh, my homegirl, she came through for me. But she, did she, she do gets it for this her? chance? Mm-hmm. And it's like this fucking bitch. But that's the real question: Did she do it for her or did she do it for herself? But wait, it could and be, that's her talk. It could be for herself. <laughs> <laughs> but it could also be. Uh, a heel turn for Becky Lynch and be like, yo, you're trying to steal my spotlight spotlight all the time. Mm. Or it could be a heel turn for Charlotte Flair. An unexpected heel turn? Unexpected, bro. Oof. And be like, you know. Because right now, everybody is behind Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. Like, it, 
Like honestly, to dethrone Carmella. Nobody likes Carmella. That's why I think she's so dope as a heel. Exactly. Her yo, the crocodile tear she pulled oh, on SmackDown. Man. She, she, I almost fell for it. I was yo, like, ah, oh, kind she of. She got into her Mark Henry real quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. A little bit, a little bit. Remember Mark moment? Henry did that? Yo, and nah. then just Mark Henry leveled soaked John me Cena. in. Like, I felt Mark I felt Henry. it. Yeah, I cried yeah. with him. I was like, this man, this cannot be his last. He must powerbomb this man, Cena. And when he hugged Cena and body slammed the shit out of him, I was like, he read my mind. And Mark he, Henry knew not to retire. <laughs> like, and then got the world championship, Yo, bro. son. But the fact that he sold us all on that retirement, like, that was wild. But Carmella tried to do the same. I was 50-50 in it, then kind of 60-40 in it, Yeah. 40% in it. Like, at the end of it, I was just like, ah, this is all What's crocodile. What's going on? Yeah, no, I was, I was like, this is good. It, it worked out for her because it was good crocodile tears. Like, yeah. she was talking humbly. Like, I tried my best, you know. I, I really dreamt about this. I really want to be champ, and when I get the championship, nobody appreciates it. I'm really doing my 100%, and everybody thinks I'm just sliding through it. And then, you know, she shows that she really is sliding through it, and, we're, you know, some fans ate it up. I didn't eat it up, but I appreciated the fact that she worked. You, you ain't drink the sauce. No, I ain't, I, I ain't drink the Kool-Aid that much. You know, I, I tasted it <laughs> a little bit. I was like, oh, oh there's a little yeah, sun. There's yeah, a little yeah, sun. A little bitter. That one got me. That one got me. <laughs> I, see you, I see you, Jim Jones. <laughs> No, but y'all, I like Car- Carmella for that because it's not the first time she's done that. She keeps doing the humble, like, I'm here, you know, to appreciate me or some yeah. shit like that. Like, you know, she try to. But she didn't do none of that. No, nah, yeah, attacked. she just, oh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I think it's because of the talent she's been working with, but the past two weeks, the matches she's had with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch have been really good. Oh, yeah, definitely. She's definitely been improving in the yeah, in ring. Yeah, she's been improving. So. I, I I really want to see what the triple this triple threat's gonna bring. I really want Becky Lynch to win the t- the championship. I don't know if it's her accent that's holding her back. I don't think it should, man. Yeah, exactly. Because she's look a really good wrestler. But Sheamus is different. I feel like oh, Sheamus man. is different. He, his accent isn't as thick as hers when she talks. It's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> still more Irelandish, yeah. you know. Like he's still from the land. Her accent, her accent is a lot heavier. Yeah, she got the heavy. She got the heavy accent, so it's kind of hard. It's kind of like Nakamura. Like I, I can understand why the fans don't appreciate him with because of his accent, but that's the reason why he's a heel. Definitely. So, seeing Becky Lynch go heel, it's gonna be something the fans wanted. All right. Give or take, her winning the title. Mm. As got long it. as she goes heel, the fans gonna be behind her. All you right. know, but I want her to win the title. And be the heel. Because then she'll be seriously the little Irish last kicker that she's supposed to be. Yep. You know, you can't be a baby face and be a last kicker. No. Or or ass kicker. Yeah. Or any of the kickers. It doesn't work. Yeah, only Stone Cold did it. And I think he's the only one that was able to do it. Everybody else that tries, it's kind of like... because it's Stone Cold, everybody likes the heel. Yeah, that's true. Everybody everybody wants the cool guy. Everybody. That's why... But SmackDown... Speaking of cool guys, I mean, you were actually jumping into where I was going. Because... The coolest guy in SmackDown is Samoa fucking Joe. Bam! That's what I'm going to. Dude. And to be honest, SmackDown was full of great promos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, Samoa Joe telling AJ Styles, basically, he's a bad husband. And a bad dad? A bad father. (laughs) 
So that was the greatest promo you've given Samoa Joe so oh, far, bro. Oh my god. Oh, I've been waiting for this Samoa Joe. Yeah, I was watching but then SmackDown. To me, I'm like, all right, so there's no way to have AJ lose this AJ lose this match. I'm watching SmackDown thinking, oh shit, USA picked up TNA. That's dope. How crazy is that? Like we're Look watching old school rivalries go on for WWE, but these are TNA rivalries. Yeah, everybody definitely. was talking shit about TNA. We're getting them again. There's a reason why and these are loving it. Oh yeah. And we're like, no, oh, yeah. not to be honest. When this was on TNA, I was watching it. Yeah, same here. Same here. A lot of people were against it. But now oh, everybody it, man. everybody used to be a AJ Styles fan because of TNA and New Japan, but they can never remember who he fought. They have, they'll bring up, hey, he needs to fight some more Joe. Yeah, uh, they fought. He actually did a couple yeah. of times. He needs to fight Daniel Bryan. He fought Brian Danielson. <laughs> Last time he fought uh, Samoa Joe, it was during a ROH, ROH event. Yeah. That was I'm awesome. in New York. That was awesome. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know. That, that, that's awesome. Yo, Samoa Joe is so great, bro. Uh, I, and for him not to have a title so far. For him not to even given a shot of the title. That's why when yo, he came out last he week. he had with Brock Lesnar. And the match he had with Brock Lesnar was only 11 minutes long. I know. I know. And they made it look amazing. It was a great match. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to Samoa Joe. Yo, for real, Shout man. out to Samoa Joe. If he wins the championship at SummerSlam, even though I, wouldn't be I mad. love AJ as a champ, wouldn't be I mad. wouldn't be mad. It's just I really want AJ to get that year mark with that championship. But man. can you be mad if AJ loses the title before the year mark? He's really done a lot for SmackDown. Determ- it determines like who he loses to. Hmm. You I know see, what I mean? I see what you mean. Not no, no, Joe no bullshit. Yeah, man. Yeah. If it's like Samoa Joe, maybe The Miz. I say maybe because, to be honest with you, The Miz and Daniel Bryan Fruit doesn't even need a championship. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's hot on its, its own. It's a rivalry that people have been waiting for. And we're going to go into that. That Miz and Daniel Bryan promo. Hold on, but I want to know who else besides Samoa Joe would look good on the SmackDown brand. On the SmackDown brand. That's it. Samoa Joe. To and me, that's it. Yeah. Samoa Joe or Miz. That is it, Oof. bro. Oof. That's that's speaking a lot. You know I, what I'm saying? Are there other people that I wish they would have had a chance? Yeah. Two people that come to mind. Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. And Big E. Oof. Those are the two that come to mind. I would have been surprised. I'm surprised you didn't I say want- Big E. But do I want one of those two beating AJ? Nah. Mm, nah. I see what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Nah. But if they need a transitional champion, one of those two would be great for that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But then they'll always look for Bobby Roode or even not for nothing. They'll give it but to Cian Almas before. Bobby Roode is, is on roll. Oh, Cian yeah, Almas, right. he's going to get a mid-card mid Come back to SmackDown. First. He's going <laughs> to get a, mid- a mid-card title first. Nah, and yeah. they have to do something with that U.S. side. They got to keep... They can't just have that just like being on the back burner while while Shinsuke's having it. Cause, come on. Nah, yeah, that's true. You know and and that's that's a whole weird mm-hmm. scenario also with yeah. Randy Orton and uh, Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke. I kind of like it. I do too. But where Shinsuke like fit into ripping, this? He's like ripping the soul of Matt Hardy right now. Exactly. But what what's what's so his... what's Matt Hardy gonna do? I mean, uh, Jeff Hardy gonna do? Yeah, what's Jeff Hardy gonna do? And is he going into the lake, the lake of reincarnation? But my question is, uh, that's that's a real good question. Are they even gonna bring that back? The Hardy compound? Oof, 
Oof. I can't wait. Has brother Nero wait. coming back? Mm. Willow, maybe? Ooh. I hope a brother Nero. Ooh. 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 Yo, all I know is what does Randy Orton have in store for Shinsuke Nakamura? Because he's kind of siding with Shinsuke, but at the same time got his eye for the title, you know? Yep. So he's just trying to break down Jeff Hardy and give Shinsuke that kind of like ropes maybe to hang himself maybe. with. You know, maybe. like, hey, like, well, he is I'm the here viper. to help you. I'm here to help you. Ah, yeah, you're he's right. He's a snake. And it's crazy. Now he's calling himself the legend. And How? he called the fans the legend killers. Yo, I was talking about that with uh, Daniel Poltz. I was like, yo, yo. He, he's like, yo, he came back around, bro. For real. He was the legend killer. Now he's the legend. Full fucking circle, man. I mean that that uh, promo he he spat out the the other week was insane. Insane. It was legit. Insane. It was legit. I feel like he pulled stuff that he was always thinking of from before. You know when they were talking about the no fly zone and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and he just bought it all out. I it was a great promo. But not as good as what the Miz and Daniel Ryan did. Yeah. Like I was trying to say before. These guys never disappoint on the mic. Never. Like, these guys give it their all. And for Daniel Bryan to poke at his at his Hollywood, you know, his Hollywood lifestyle saying he'll never be The Rock. Or John Cena. Or John Cena. Like, he'll never get to, like, where they're at, at, at their career in Hollywood. And then, well, what else he told him? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just poking fun and then tells him again that he's soft. He will never be considered a great superstar in wrestling. I thought that was great. He called him soft again. Like, we haven't heard that term to The Miz but in a long time. Listen, after that, The Miz went in. Oh, yeah. The Miz great. told him, like, yo, you need to just run out your contract. Like, don't don't even think about coming back because we're, we're done with you here. He said to go back and get cheered by the dozens of people that want to see you. The at, dozens. At gym. <laughs> he said at a high school gym. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh, that man. is so crazy. Because I kind of felt like that when he was with Team Hell No. Yeah. I was like, if this is the route that we're going, I don't want it. I but don't want it. They, <laughs> and then he showed, he said that everybody thinks he's a crybaby and then showed all and the he, babies. Oh, that was the best part. He was like, this is what we really think of you. And he had, oh, that was such a classic fucking million dollar man heel tactic right yes. there where you put up the big screen you have the baby crying in the background you know this is you you have the little a little person pop up in the in the carriage and it's supposed to look like the person they're talking about oh, <laughs> like yo amazing a big cast could have ran with something like that of course he ruined his whole yeah, gimmick yeah. but the miss heard about him yeah man. i'm glad i'm glad but the Miz, the way he played it from last week, throwing the baby at Daniel Bryan, which I loved. Yeah. I love that he had that little gimmick baby and he chucked that at him, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, how's he gonna throw? A, how's he gonna throw a little little Miz, little Miz Marie?" <laughs> like, and he was, he was like, "Well, that's a prop baby." Yeah. And the first baby <laughs> was an actor. He's an actor. This, he's always working, baby. That's, oh, he's the Miz. I, I don't know. I mean, the Miz has so much in his arsenal. That he's going to make this feud, I think, last through WrestleMania. I mean, it's still... With his promo work, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking seven months. Easy. Easy. You know, but maybe I'm hoping that after SummerSlam, 
either it dies down for a while but if it if it picks back up just for like the next paper we rent you don't want it to to linger on too long no yeah to the point where people don't even care about it anymore no i, I think the miz and daniel bryan will feed it to a point where we'll see the miz win SummerSlam, but it's such a devious bad guy-ish uh, you put your foot up on the third rope, on the top rope type of scenario where we're going to want Daniel Bryan in the midst for WrestleMania. Like we're going to keep getting teased about that little by little. And by surely enough, WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan will have his another moment. Or even the Miz. But I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for the Miz by next month, WrestleMania, him in the title picture. Okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens at Royal Rumble. Yeah, for real. Yeah. You know? There's so many things going on between them. <laughs> But um, LP, definitely, definitely glad to have you back over here. You know, glad to be back, baby. Glad to I, be back. I had to, I had to put in the work, man. Oh. Had me putting in work out here the last two episodes. While I was out in my expedition, I uh was going through many uh spiritual findings, and <laughs> I've been consistently getting vibrations from the twenty by twenty by twenty stadium. Yes. And by the 20 by 20 uh, crew itself. But I knew it was in good hands. And by the podcast that you did uh, previously, the last two episodes, uh, I honestly, it was like if I wasn't even gone. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> shout, shout out to Shice, too. Shice helped me out with one of the episodes. Shice came well. through in a healthy state, not sounding like uh, the smoking man from <laughs> X Files. Not sounding like the creep, how Woodrow would call him. You know what? Let's call Woodrow. Oh, yeah. Before let's we end this off. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's up Our with the Our photographer, Woodrow. Word. He's out there in uh, Vegas right now. Let's give him a call, see what he's doing. What's his Twitter handle now? Big Papa Dios? Big Papa Dios. Yo. <laughs> the genetic freak. The genetic freak. You see in his uh, profile pic? <laughs> the best. Oh, his uh, his uh, Photoshop game has improved tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he going to pick up? I would think so. He's on a different... Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, it's about time uh, frame. Oh yeah, yeah, different time frame. What is he? Three it's hours about, behind. Yeah, it's about to be five o'clock out there, but it's all good. Nah, it's uh, yeah, no. He'll definitely, behind. he'll definitely be here next week. He'll definitely get some more, you know, photo and uh, photo visuals and all that good stuff and audio. Or um, hopefully yeah, we we'll get man, I mean, next this week is also. It's the end of the episode. This is the welcome back. Yo, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank LP, you guys. You anything to say? Oh, thank you, Bing, for you know joining us on the show. Thank you, Shice, for shout out Bing. Shout out Shice. holding down the spot a couple weeks ago. Thank you to Coach Klein, Chan Man again, uh, Dan Poltz, and Wells uh, Mania Wells running Mania. wild. Yo, everybody that held us down while I was gone. Yo, that was dope. Thank you, Notch, for keeping the show running. Of course, You're the of man. course, of course. Gotta keep the show going, baby. Yo, thank you fans for listening. And I really hope you appreciate today's episode. And we're gonna see you next week. Do we got any music playing at the end? Yeah, we actually got something. You told me you got something for us. What we got? Oh yeah, some old school uh actually what did you consider it old school? It's like two, three nah, years ago. It's not even old school. Alright, some smoke some Dizza, you know, and Thurston Howard the third, some low man, aka okay. the low horseman. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you appreciate this beat. So let we'll rock it out. Yo, Nathan McFly, thank you again. Fans, out. thank you. Everybody, peace. That's it, peace. La música de Harry yeah.
In the V2, I guess you say we allo the coop. Vroom, I'm a horseman for real, my nigga. I cops out like I made a deal, my nigga. No three things, I am vetted and I am fresh. So when you see a nigga draped in RL, know that I am next. You'll never get that, just sit back and know when I'm in denim and supply. Niggas feeling so alive, or at the crap table, making bets in black label. RLX and double RL2. Matter of fact, we the RL cartel crew. And I'm heavy with the animals, Barbell Zoo. They don't call me Nimlo for nothing. When you see a nigga stunting, causing mayhem in my lawn, as I George Chris the button. Yeah, 1L. Still means nothing without the other. The double L. Yo, dip like a mannequin from Seven Deuce and Madison. Slow beats and heavy classic items, known for matching them. My alpha speaks so loud that one could interact with them. So say I'm dressed to kill, see niggas even clap for them. Clap for what these polo items that I got. It's no mystery, it's history. Beats Brooklyn lick a shot blast. Rep two L's, drop two L's, L's, and shine like the jewels I drop in shirts that's hot, uh, graphic prints, U.S. mints, low silk peeking under the tips, picture me rolling, pockets probably swollen, plus I'm possibly holding, fuck bronze or silver dog, my dress coat is golden, what? Yeah, yeah, hey yo, the team is official, son, we got some real double L athletes. Right, it's the horseman, Rick on Oli and Tully, little horse on my scully, all the hood rats love me like low sweatsuits, one time for my nephew, like a nine grand farmer for my little nigga Deli, sips and re-sling, been load up since my feet swing, and my P-wing like it's a G thing, two L's nigga, we in the house, rugby beats in the mouth, denim bought to you by Rachel and Ralph, should we be on it? Bullshit, don't wanna speak on it. Smelling like that green bottle with the three on it. Make bitches wanna get next to you. Smoking on that extraterrestrial watch wear. Oyster perpetual, nigga. Turn the lights out. Polo sport jerseys when it's nights out. Three series with the transparent top. Low to the socks, what's the hating about? Got nothing else to say. OG, take them out. Let them hate smoke. Everything they hate, they bitches love. You know what I mean? They never knew how to understand why niggas was so fly. Slow life forever. My L's is my wing. Like I said before, I ain't fly no more. I'm skydiving status. Throw me off the plane, nigga. That's how low life do. From the 88 greats to the rest in peace to the late. From now and then, always to the end. We are the beginning once again. 
life.